right, Dr. Herman, you want to bring us in? Yep, you ready? Yep. Happy Friday and welcome to the greatest plastic surgery and medical show on the planet and maybe the galaxy. We got an awesome show for you today. Sarah is chomping at the bit to dive into these topics. First off, silicone breast implants, what happens when they rupture? I got some video from the OR that you're going to want to see. Next, did you know that there's a model called the Uniboob Queen? <laughs> what? Lastly, what are eight procedures that a plastic surgeon would not have done themselves? We're going to find out. Coming up next on Nip Talk. Live from Lincoln Center in the heart of the Dallas Metroplex, this is Nip Talk. An honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle. With your host, plastic surgeon Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer, Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman. With me, as always, is Sarah. As you can Hi. see, chomping at the bit and ready to talk about these topics today. In the box, Trelvis, uh, I think he's out this week. We got Ziggy. What's up, Ziggy? Hey, everybody. I'm happy to be on the show today. Man. Glad they get to join. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So Ziggy was telling me that he uh, used to be a comedian, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I did stand-up comedy for almost a decade. Uh, nice. I, that, I'm gonna have high expectations for your performance today. Then. <laughs> sure, man. Sure. Happy to. Happy to uh, try and uh, keep up with them. So, so like, what kind of like, what was your like? Thing with comedy did you have like a like a you know how Jerry Seinfeld had the oh what's the deal with uh you know car alarms or whatever like did you have something so like that I, I I guess I had a little thing like that I did uh, a lot of wordplay and a lot of puns uh I used to do a bit of uh, bad movie pitches bad uh, movie oh you know there's right? a whole YouTube thing oh, wait it have you it's like the YouTube about Real movie pitches, like the funny one was the Game of Thrones one. Did you guys no, see that? No, I've never seen this. Man, before. I'm gonna have to send that to you. Yeah, oh, but yes, go ahead. Definitely. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh no, good. No, you're fine. I I think the the it's been so long, but the one that really uh, the really uh, sticks out in my mind is uh, Bill Murray uh, fights a supernatural STD. <laughs> oh my god. Ghost blisters. Oh my God! Right, they're not good. No, that sounds bad, man. I'm gonna pass on ghost blisters. Sarah's like cringing over here. That's not a movie you would take like a date on, right? Like that's the one you, you know. No. Probably watch by yourself, I no, guess. Definitely not. So, do you guys? I guess what what's happening last week? Valentine's Day, Sarah. Yeah. Now, I know. I, I, you're gonna forgive me. Tell me your, your friend's name one more time. I forget. Oh, boyfriend? Yeah. Nick. Nick, that's right. I love Nick. You know, Nick and I know each other. And sorry, Nick, if you're watching, I, I'm really bad with names. It takes me several times. So did you guys do anything cool? Or? Um, No, not. We're, we're celebrating, I guess, this weekend. Oh, are you? I mean, I, I mean, I have my daughter every other weekend. Oh, right. right. So, um, so you guys yeah. got big, big plans or? I don't know. If oh, it's maybe like a surprise. Nick, dude, Nick, you better have something good, man. We're building this up. Like, it better be awesome. But I got my daughter. She's obsessed with Sailor Moon. So I No, are you kidding me? My daughter loves it. I know, loves I know it. she is. Oh, did she, she tell you about that? She showed me all of her stuff. Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah. she's already showed me. Because oh, yeah. I told, she was wearing, she had a little Sailor Moon purse when she was here yeah. like two times, like two times uh -huh. back. I was like, oh my gosh, I know that logo. Yeah. This little moon. Yeah. 
So I got Avery, um, it was themed pink, so I got her a pink, like, little baton that they used when they transform. Oh, nice. And so she's, like, running around the house doing yes, it? Yes, like, and then I got her a little stuffed uh, Sailor Moon girl. Like, it's oh. the her, it's Sailor Moon's sister, or little like, sister. Like, oh, I should know this, like, it's Chibi like. Chibiusa, that's her name. She's There's, pink. like, Neptune Moon, I mean, there's all kinds of them. Yeah. Like, my daughter tries to teach me, and I'm like, oh, wait, I, I can't keep I love straight. Sailor Moon. I grew up watching it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I missed that. It gets a little weird. Towards right. The, yeah, it's like everything. Like the season. longer the series like drags on. Well, that more. and because it's anime, so it just kind of. Right. It's already weird. Like it starts it gets, weird. All of a sudden, it's PG, and then all, and then it's PG, oh. and then it's fourteen. Oh, okay. So yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> so Fine. it gets a little weird yeah. um, after a first couple seasons, but I've always loved it. But yeah, yeah Avery really loved her. her that's awesome. I mean, that's. I mean, honestly, now stuff. at you know. Me and wife have been married a long time, and we don't like go out anymore for we you know do the cards and little gifts and stuff. But like now, it's all about, like, oh, the kids have a good Valentine's Day, and yeah, I even took her to a, um, I think it was supposed to be a daddy daughter dance at her gymnastics, but Aww. I took her instead. Oh, so I was like maybe Sweet. there's like maybe three women there, and the Aww. rest were like dads. <laughs> so That's it's nice, like though. yeah, but she gets to go to a daddy daughter dance at her school. So yeah, we used dad. to do that. Um, I think now. I guess last year was the last year. Cause yeah, I think they cut it off in fifth grade because yeah. they're so, like, I don't know about any middle school girls are going to want to I was, like, really dad. sad, like, because for, you know, for several years, like, you know, she just wanted to hang out with me. And that first year, she's like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm like, wait, what? I'm getting dumped? Like, what's going on here? And then you're, like, hanging out with all the dads whose, you know, daughters had ditched them. Yeah. yeah. That was a sad day. But I get it, like, you know. Yeah. But anyway. So, Ziggy, like, did you have any Valentine's plans? You're just hanging out? No, man, I just, uh, I, j I just hung out, uh, worked until like eight or nine. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's pretty busy here. So, yeah. God, uh, you guys were here until eight or nine on Tuesday. Uh, I was, Dang. Uh, yeah, I was, um, Dude, I hope, I hope Jeff's paying you some overtime. Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm the production manager here, so I got to make sure that everything, uh, looks yeah. good, sounds good. Uh, and, uh, you know, the trains run on time, so to speak. So, well, I'll give you a thumbs up from my perspective. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. All right. I guess we'll roll into our first segment. Today's kind of a plastic surgery smorgasbord. I got a lot of plastic surgery topics just because there was some relevant stuff. And so this, this first topic is about new generation silicone implants, so the new ones, and what happens when they rupture and do they you know, cause significant complications? Because as you, as you probably remember, Ziggy, you may not know this because we, we've talked about this on the show, so uh, I'll, I'll kind of catch you up speed, that the old school silicone implants that were liquid from like the 70s and 80s, when they ruptured, like they actually caused a lot of problems mm -hmm. because the tissues would react to that liquid silicone and then people would get this really, really bad scarring. And that's one of the reasons they took them off the market was because people were having these problems when they finally started rupturing, which was, you know, 20 years after the fact. And so when they re-released those silicone implants, that's what they address. One of the biggest things, okay, these liquid silicones are leaking. They're causing all this really bad scarring. So we need to fix that. And so before I, I kind of go further, I, I've showed this video before. Ziggy, show that first video of this of the old school silicone implant and what it did to, that, to the shell. You hear that crunch? I don't know if you can hear that. That's actually calcium on the shell. Here's some more, but listen. It's crunchy. It's like cornflakes. Ooh, I think it's intact. Oh, ooh, I don't know if I ruptured or if it was ruptured. I don't know. I may have done that. Actually, I can't tell. Oh, yeah, I think I did that. I think it was intact. 
pretty sure. See, here's that silicone too. It's kind of gross. This is considered a liquid silicone. It's not the new gels. The new gels don't leak like this. And then here's that shell, just perfect. I mean, all out in one piece. And you can see this is all calcium deposit from the effects of the silicone on that shell. So, so, uh, so that is one of the old school implants, and that one was ruptured. It, or at the very least, like it started to leak through the shell, like because that would happen too. Is that old school liquid silicone would actually start to diffuse through the shell, and then people would get that really bad scarring. And so that was a great example. I actually pulled that thing all out in one piece, and it was like in her breast. It was like rock hard. Like it, it felt like a baseball. And so nowadays with the new gel implants, you know, we're not seeing that happen. And granted, they've only been out about 20 years, so we you know, wouldn't necessarily have seen it at this point because you would hope they would last longer than that. But people always ask me, like, so what happens if these new silicone gels rupture? Because they're solid, like they don't leak like that. And so you would think that they wouldn't cause those issues. And uh, so interestingly enough, I had a lady come into my office. Uh, it, was, it was a few months back, a couple months, I guess. And she had gotten some sort of study. Oh, she was a breast cancer patient. She had breast reconstruction. I think one of our oncologists wanted to get some sort of, you know, just routine screening. And the screening came back that her implant was ruptured. And so the, I asked her, like, you know, how old are these? And she said they're only four or five years old. And I was like, well, that's kind of odd because, you know, you would never expect to see an implant that young rupture. But, you know, the, the, the MRI said it was ruptured. I was like, it's probably best not to, you know, just sit on it. I was like, and she wanted to do a little bit of change in any way. She had changed her mind about the size or whatever. And so I was like, all right, we'll take you to the OR and we'll swap out your implants. If it's ruptured, we'll replace it. And, and, I, and I will add that really she was asymptomatic. Like her, her reconstructed breast, outside of the fact that she wanted to change more along the size of it, yeah. the reconstructed breast was, uh, was normal. Like it was soft, like there was no hardness. It overall was good. And I was, I was kind of thinking that probably it was a, a wrong, you know, radiology report, right? That yeah. they just overcalled it. So. Um, so all right, I got a video from the OR. I want to roll the first one, uh, if you can, Ziggy. This is the normal implant I took out of one breast. This is the ruptured implant I took out of the affected side. As you can see, this implant is completely destroyed. Now, what's interesting is like um, when I opened it, it didn't look like that. Like when I took it out, like there's there's like some pressure when you're pulling that thing out. And of course, you know, I had like a towel on it. So it wasn't like, you know, touching anything because they're sticky like, you know, but they are pretty much a solid. Um, but the, the interesting thing that I found was that the pocket that it was in was literally 100 percent normal. You know, because that thing was a solid, because it didn't like leak like those old school ones and it more or less held its shape it really did not affect the pocket whatsoever. And basically this lady was asymptomatic, which mm -hmm. was amazing because like the old school implants, even the saline ones when that saline leaked out would cause irritation. And the reason it's kind of a big deal is you just don't see these new generations like rupture like that. And, and I told her probably that thing has been ruptured since they put it in because it would be more common for that implant to be ruptured by the surgeon, you know, because, you know, you put these things in and you have to sew it closed. And sometimes, you know, your instrument will nick that shell or needle or whatever. And then, you know, it's like ruptured from the start. So that thing had probably been ruptured for four or five years, you know, yeah. and it really did anything. And I actually have a video of the pocket. And so, I mean, this is, you know, a little bit of like a warning here. It's not graphic, but I mean, it is, you know, tissue. So that is a very normal pocket and what it should look like. I mean, it, there's just really nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Like it looks perfect.
Didn't have to like, you know, cut out a bunch of scar tissue. It was overall fine. So um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And uh, I, I do think it is kind of a testament to the new generation implants. You know, the old school implants, you know, if you had something like that where it ruptured, like they, they would have had massive problems, mm -hmm. you know, but the new generations don't. And um, I was telling um, my, my Brad Kniepe, he's my rep for Mentor, which is the breast implant uh, company that I use. You know, I was telling him about that. I was like, yeah, I had a, had a new rupture and probably it was ruptured when it was put in. And he's like, yeah, probably so. Like in his, all of his accounts, he, he says that his rupture rate for his, for his clients, it's like a tiny fraction of 1%. Like, oh. it's just not common. And when it happens, they're just not really yeah. a lot. But yeah, I thought that was really kind of interesting. It was like, is there anything to see like one that was ruptured and it was actually ruptured pretty bad. And it looked worse after I pulled it out. It didn't quite look that bad yeah. in there. Like, you know, they kind of, once you start grabbing them and like they're, they're you know, they're, they're compromised, they do start to come apart on you. And of course, mm -hmm. I'm grabbing it with towels and stuff. So it looked worse in the picture than it did inside. But yeah, pretty surprised that, you know, the patient was asymptomatic, you know, no issues and, and the inside of the pocket was cool. And so, so now like with, you know, that kind of taken away with like the bad scarring, you know, I mean, the other thing you kind of think about with implants, I know we've talked about this before is like the breast implant illness, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so with that, and just to kind of like, you know, in summary, kind of talk about, you know, things with implants, um, you know, with breast implant illness, we kind of know which people are more at risk for that. You know, if, if you're somebody that has fibromyalgia, if you have uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, those are the patients that sometimes with their implants will attribute symptoms such as headache, uh, joint pain, brain fog, uh, you know, uh, fatigue uh, to the implants. And the research shows that if you attribute those symptoms to your implants, then if you take the implants out, you'll feel better. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if, if you know anyone that, that has implants and has those symptoms, I mean, I, I like to talk to people. There are people out there that will you go in for a consult and say, yo, we're taking those implants out. Why? Because they can get money. And so I like to go over the research with people and say, okay, for you, this particular patient, this is what the research is going to show. You know, if you take them out, you know, is, are you going to be helped or not? Because there are downsides to taking them out, so you want to kind of take all that into into account. So, right. Yeah, but and it's interesting stuff. So, yeah. implants are getting safer. You know. Yeah, for sure. So. Ziggy, what do you think? Implants? Uh, have these? So <laughs> you were saying that these new designs have only been around for about twenty years now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the implants, the original silicone implants were taken off the market around 95 or 96, I think, and don't hold me to that, but it's in that mid 90s. And because people were having like these really bad scarring, and so they wanted to make sure the implants were causing other issues. So they looked at tons of different things that they thought implants might be causing. And that was the only thing they really came up with. It was like, okay, well this liquid silicone really kind of irritates your tissues if the implant ruptures, so we need to fix that. And so the, the first time they re-released them was 2001, but that was like trials. And they did like four years of trials. And then they, the FDA said, okay, you know, you can put these back on the market. And initially when they put them on the market, they were saying, oh, you have to change them every 10 years. And, and we started doing that, but the implants were completely perfect in 10 years. When did the new ones come out? The new ones were right at 2001. That was like when oh, okay. the first trial started, but they kind of became more mainstream and like released to everyone around 2004 or five, I think. Okay. By the time I hit plastic surgery in 07, they were they were they were used quite a bit. It was pretty even split between saline and silicone in, in that time, like 2007. And then every year, silicone just becoming more and more popular because they're just better. They feel more natural. They look more natural. They last longer. And so people were getting away from the saline. My, yeah, I think we've talked about it before, but like I think I got mine done in like 2013 or 2014. Silicone, right? Saline. Oh, you have saline. Mm -hmm. How many times am I going to ask you that? 
I don't know. I keep forgetting. That's unusual. So <laughs> we'll put a counter up I know. on the screen. We have a lot of calendars. Time. Like we have calendars for like how long has till Florida is disappointed in this and when's the last time? How long have we talked about how well, some last time we talked about elf ears? Right. Um, how long do we talk about Sarah stealing implants? Um, but uh, yeah, so probably you had an old I know I know he, I've he said he is this an before. old school doctor. Yeah, an old school doctor. He surgeon. was older. Yeah. For sure. Well what happened is like I wouldn't be surprised if he's retired. A lot of those surgeons that were, you know, operating in that, you know, prior to two thousand, they, they almost got burned by the silicone implants. I think he did, yeah. He and didn't have anything good to say about he's like that's I, he, he literally was like, I'd go sailing. He's like, there's nothing wrong with silicone, but I'd go sailing. That's that's you know, it's pretty odd in twenty thirteen to say that. I yeah. mean, because nowadays it's like ninety nine point five percent silicone. Yeah. You know? Well I mean he said that, you know, he did make the made he made the argument like, you know, silicone's going to feel more natural, but like mm. It's like, he was just like worried about him. And he, I don't know. Like he just made it seem like these are safer. Like in well, the end, end of story, these are safer. The literature would That's not necessarily said. agree with that yeah. because you know the thing about so like you might say, oh well, I don't want silicone implants because I don't want any silicone in me. Well, the shell of a saline implant yeah. is made of plastic, silicone. silicone. Yeah, silicone. So it's like even if you get saline implants, you still have silicone in you. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, just not liquid, I guess. Right. You know, it's a solid. Yeah. Yeah. So. But even like the say like silicone like you kept saying that silicone up there was liquid but it to me it just looked more like a goo or a slime. yeah so that was like kind of a later that was probably a 90s implant they did change the very first ones were like almost like pure gelatin. liquid like they were yeah. like oil you know uh, and then they got a little bit more cohesive but that was like an old school one and maybe they may have changed like the silicone itself I, i'll have to ask my rep about that if they changed the i don't know the molecular structure of it to be something that would be like less irrit irritable i'm not sure yeah. That's a good I mean, question. Brad, chime in. Are you watching? He's probably not watching. I'll, call. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. So anyway, but yeah, I thought it was, it was kind of a cool, and it's cool to have like the video to see that, you know? Yeah, I wasn't All right, so I got another breast topic because, and this thanks Trelvis. I know Trelvis not here today, but he's the one that put me on to this story. So have, have you heard of this model? She's a, she's a model, Instagram OnlyFans model called the Uniboob Queen. No. You have not heard? Ziggy, have you heard the Uniboob Queen? Uh, I did not until uh, today. Uh, yeah, I'll hail the Uniboob Queen. There she is. It, this is, seems to be quite a story that we're going to go on in the Man, next uh, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, this one's uh, interesting. So um, so there's this this lady. Her name is Mary Mag... I don't know if it's Magdalene or Magdalene. Um, she's a 30-year-old girl from, from Canada. I thought for sure she'd be from Florida, but she's from Canada. And she's really well known. Pumps to what? I said she's probably gonna move there. <laughs> Maybe. Um, she's really well known. All roads lead to Florida. They do. All, all interesting stories all, all. originate from Florida. I know that for actually. Every time we do like a crazy story, it's like, wait, where was this? Florida. Um, sorry, Florida. I love you. I love vacationing there. It's yeah, I'm taking of... Avery to Disney World there. I know. So. I love Florida. It's just crazy thing. It's it's by the Bermuda Triangle, man. Like it's something to do with that. I don't know. Where anyway, okay, back on track. So. She's from Canada. She's an Instagram OnlyFans model, which is just a big thing right now. And she's known for her crazy body modifications and plastic surgery, mm -hmm. right? As you could see from that from that picture. And this isn't the first time she's been in the news. Like when I was doing the research for this, she was actually in the news before. Throw throw up that picture. Yeah, there we go. I'm an OnlyFans model. I almost died trying to get the world's fattest vagina. <laughs> what? I mean, I, I I wasn't sure if that. I'm not sure if that was real. Like. I mean, it seems real. Like, the article like seemed real. blood poisoning? I don't know what I, could not, have happened there. Well, that's it. That's I was still just confused about the whole fattest vagina thing. Like, I mean, 
the whole thing confuses me. I'm like, me. yeah, in what way? Like, yeah, I know, right? Like, I mean, there's just so many questions that spawn from that title. But anyway, if we're not even talking about that. was just like her prior, you know, news issue about her near-death experience from the uh, fat vagina treatment, which I'm unfamiliar with. I'm going to have to brush up on that. Please don't. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I should ask my wife. You know, maybe it's like a GYN procedure. Like, I don't know if she, like, you know, maybe my wife, maybe my OBGYN might know about that. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So that's like, the, that was the first story. But the story today that we're talking about is she's known for having 38 J breasts. So I got a picture there. Yep, there she is. And wow, that is really, really large. And I have a whole lot to say about that eventually, but I just want to kind of throw that before picture up. And why she's in the news is because one of her implants popped, and I'm not sure why this is in the news, but it is that she kind of dubbed herself the uniboob queen, and there she is with like just one boob. I don't even know what oh to say. God. I don't even know what to say about that. You can kind of see the one, the right one's kind of deflated there, you know, in the bottom. It'd be the bottom left of the picture if you're looking at it. Her right, our left as you're looking. I think one of those is reversed. Yeah, it is, because her arm is, her tattooed arm is. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so she, so, and, but she kind of has embraced this title as the Uniboob Queen. And so like social media is just kind of like lit up about her, like, you know, cause she has all these like accounts and, and, she, and not just one, she has multiple. Cause I think the stuff she posts is kind of, you know, borderline appropriate. So every once in a while, one of her accounts will go down. So she's got some backups or whatever. I don't believe that. <laughs> it's probably not inappropriate at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, totally above no, board. Totally, totally there's there's shadow banning. For sure. Dude, what's my daughter's favorite Instagram? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, so she was on social media, like talking about this and, you know, sh should I take them out or should I keep it? Should I stay a uniboob? So I have a little video of her, of her talking. Can you roll, roll that, Ziggy? Guys, so this is my boob now. <sighs> so I haven't been very active on this account because I've been on my other account. So I will post that below in my caption, but yeah, basically my breast implant popped again and I am having surgery to take them out next week. I am going to go back natural, not just my boob, but other parts of my body. Or should I just keep it like this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. I think I, we're all at a loss for words. I know, it's just every one of us is just speeches. Where it's she like, just, I feel like when people get to the point of getting too much plastic surgery, they just look uncomfortable. Yeah, she does. Like, look she just, it just looks so. I mean, if it makes her happy, whatever, but still, like. Right, yeah, and, and we all will we'll, we'll kind of talk about that. Um, so. So of course, you know, know, social media is like erupting, you know, with like all, everyone wants to put in their two cents, of right? Course. Some people are like- Just like we are. <laughs> right, yeah, just like us. So some people are really supportive. Other people are like, you know, dismissive, feel bad about or whatever. And, you know, people are bringing up, you know, whether she not, she has body dysmorphic disorder. And I'm gonna weigh in on that in a second, but she actually addressed that. And there's one more video, Ziggy, right, roll it. Yeah, it's her talking about body dysmorphic. I don't think, I always hear that, like, people want to diagnose me online with bipolar disorder or body dysmorphia or whatever. And simply, I just like that plastic look. There's, like, a whole community online of bimbification and people who enjoy that look, and I just happen to like it. And now 
I don't hate the look. It's just I'm going for something different. I don't think it's a mental illness. I think it's a hobby. It's like an extreme sport. I just went overboard with this extreme sport. So I mean, at least she admitted it. I know, right? She, she, she literally I said, I went overboard. I went overboard. So, um, yeah, so I want to talk about the medical, you know, standpoint of this and, like, you know, what exactly has gone down. So, so obviously, those are saline implants because you can't get a silicone implant that big. In fact, you can't get, like, a real saline implant that big. You know, they have to be, like, these specially made ones. Mm -hmm. You know, the ones that, you know, you get from a respectable, like, implant company like Mentor Allergan, they only go up to 800. And I can tell you, because I actually have treated a patient just like her, which is a whole other story, but I'll, I'll dive into a little bit of it. But those are probably 5,000 to 6,000 cc's, okay? Like, the usual implants I use in surgery are about 250 to 400 cc's. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're talking about an implant that's, like, 15 times bigger than, like, kind of the large size of implant that I use. And I said it has to be saline. And that's why when it ruptures, it just goes flat. Your I, body. I just wonder how how she had enough skin in the first place to have so that. That's a great question. So gra they usually will gradually just increase over time. Like they'll start out with like, you know, maybe a C cup or D cup, then they get double Ds, and then they get Es, and then they get Gs, and now what is she, a J, I think I said? Which, I mean, that's all made up anyway because there's not any way to like really measure like that far down the alphabet. Yeah. Um, but that's the way they do it, I is they keep like, getting bigger no. and bigger. <laughs> and, um, you know, as I saw a very similar case, and you know, the girl that I saw was basically the implant got so large that it was breaking down her skin. Like, you know, it was just too big. And I need to like reach out to that lady because she was really nice and she might let me use her video because I have some great video that I took just like for the medical record, you know, of her. And I have a picture of me putting a light up against her breast and like it lights up like a globe because it's her, her skin's so thin uh -huh. and it's just saline. So it like it literally lights up like a lantern, you know, Lord. it's crazy. And I had to take both of her implants out. Yeah. And, and, and so when that girl, Mary Magdalene was mentioning she wants to go back to normal, that's super hard to do because your skin is so stretched She's out. It's going to have a lot of... I mean, uh, it's it's a nightmare to try. I mean, you can, like, take them out and you could get the wound closed. But, man, if you want it to look normal, I mean, that is... I mean, Well, probably she's probably just going to have to get, like, normal-sized breasts, right, yeah. like a D or, like, a double yeah. D. I mean, but the problem is I just worry about what it's going to look like. Because you have all that skin, you're going to have to take it all up. You know, you don't want to lose the nipple areola, so... Yeah, it seemed like she was also going to take out her, her butt. Yeah, I'm sure she has butt implants. Uh, yeah, yeah like, her legs looked like, yeah. uh, compared to her waist, or like compared yeah. to her, her hips, they were like yeah. completely. Well, I mean, I, I feel really bad for her because I kind of think that, you know, she's realized that maybe she shouldn't go down this road. And, and oh, going back to like the body dysmorphia, I, I personally, this is just what I think. I don't know every detail about her. I would suspect that she kind of figured out that there's a niche on things like only only fans for people that have like these extreme body dimensions there really is like that's a thing that was the girl that i took care of was in a had a very similar gig where she was known for having these giant giant breasts and she you know it was like her career mm -hmm. and so i kind of figured that this girl mary magdalene you know um i hope i'm saying that name right i feel sorry mary if i'm pronouncing your name wrong I isn't that her. isn't that from the bible mary, mary magdalene, magdalene. 
what's Magdalene? M A G. Mag Mary Magdalene, I think, was the from the Bible. It's yeah. Jesus' mom, right? Or no? No, it was, uh, it was, it was his scholars? girlfriend. Oh right, okay. Or something. I'm not a biblical scholar. Ziggy, can you weigh in on this? I, I can. So okay, good. Thank in, you. Thank um, you. In in the Gospels, uh, thank you. <laughs> Mary Magdalene was a, uh, as a polite term, a woman of the evening. Oh right. That, yes, but she was uh, Jesus' friend. Befriended. Okay. Um, and she right. repented and uh, became one of his followers. And as, That's right. Uh, as so that Sarah wasn't his said, mom. Yeah. Um, that was Mary. Yeah, but Mary, yeah, Mary was the, his mom. There's the Virgin Mary, Mary and there's uh, okay. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Sorry if I offended like like a whole swath of people. I I got mixed up. I, it's been a while since I you know was in Sunday school. It happens. It happens. You know, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> so many topics today. So many topics. So many Marys. Today. Let's talk about religion. No. Okay. All right. So <laughs> oh, how did we even get on that? Oh, we were talking about Mary, Mary. Magdalene. Yeah. Right. Mary Magdalene. Anyway. So. Uh, yeah, I feel like that she kind of like got into this niche, right? And she's like, oh, well, people like this. Let me take it to the next step, take it to the next step, take it to the next step. And then you just get to a point where, I mean, you're too far gone. And I mean, I feel bad for her because it's going to be really hard to reverse all. It's not going to be hard to reverse it. It's going to be hard to reverse it and make it look acceptable to what I would. You know, yeah. Want to well, I mean, I think that just it's. I think it has a lot to do with social media. Like, I mean, honest question, though, like since. Um, filters and all of that stuff have like come into you know mainstream have people come to your office and been like i like, this, like this filter. filter can you make my nose look like this filter? i mean can you make my face look like this filter i haven't necessarily seen that i think what you would see is you know a filter might clean up someone's complexion and then they think oh i want to look like that mm -hmm. i haven't had literally had someone take a filter well, i have had people bring pictures in yeah of, like, it's probably of a, oh, okay yeah. So there is a filter on Instagram, like a new one, that says perfect nose. Really? And you can shape how your nose looks on the side, like how like wide this can part is. Can I give is. myself like a like a Pinocchio nose? No, it's perfect nose. Oh, perfect so it's either nose. like it fixes What if I think Pinocchio slightly <laughs> Yeah, I know. So like a perfect nose to mainstream is like, you know, a little bitty. I'm gonna check this out. You know. I'm gonna take a picture nose. on that filter. Like it's a on Instagram or nose? Snapchat. Mm -hmm. It's on Instagram. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, so anyway, put, oh, yeah, lastly, weird. I made an algorithm. If you're if you're thinking about like doing these body modifications, I, I made an algorithm. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, I want all right, show up the algorithm. No, don't do it. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. Yeah, my biggest problem with people that do these extreme things is one, they're kind of unsafe. I mean, you can have complications. She said it was like not her first implant rupture. You know, so yeah. obviously. Well, it's like how many. Like surgeries are, you know, there's always a risk when you have surgery. Exactly. So how many surgeries, right. how many times has she been oh. put to sleep? And also like too, I want to call out whoever did this to her. I mean, again, again, <laughs> yeah. again, and again, and again. And she may have gone to different surgeons. Um, I, I yeah, mean, if you have people, to wonder if people are out there making people look like that, they really shouldn't be practicing medicine. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, she may have gone out of the country. I don't know. Like the, the girl I saw had to find a specialty doctor in California that would do stuff like that. Cause someone came into me asking for any, anywhere close to that. I would just be like, absolutely not. You know, don't do it. That yeah. was going to be my question is I feel like this broaches like a whole new ground of like medical ethics and totally what man is well i mean that's why we have the shows because i mean you know i was i say all the time like there's a lot of like bad actors out there in plastic surgery and that's one of the things that we always you know will if something happens we bring it up because we yeah. want to warn people you know because patients i mean i don't want to sound bad but patients don't know enough sometimes to to 
to know that they shouldn't be asking for something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I think whenever you have doctor in front of your name, it gives you like this. Right. Yeah. We trust yeah. you like five times yeah. more. Cause, you know, with anything you say. Yeah. Because I mean, she probably is thinking, okay, was this safe? And the doctor's like, oh yeah, it's safe. Everyone has J breasts. I mean, yeah. You know, as long as you just pay me. Yeah, as long as you <laughs> pay me, right? So like, I really would call out the person that did that to her and be like, you know, you really should not be treating patients. Like that's no. just, it's just wrong. Like, you know, I wonder. I wonder if there were other doctors that were just like, okay, I think it's time to stop. And she was like, okay, I'm you sure. can stop. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, and that does happen. And sometimes people use that as an excuse. So like, yeah. oh well, if I don't do it, someone down the road will. Well, you know, don't do it. Like, well, then you won't. Yeah, it's like the Madonna. I, the Madonna doctor had come them. forward it'll, yet. It'll save them from being like uh, drunk through the mud by our show. On us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that like our show, like you know, like enough people watch it yet. Quite yet, we're getting there. We've, yeah, we we have doubled our followers in the last month. I yeah, think. and we, we appreciate did. all of our listeners. Yeah, yes. we definitely do. So anyway, well, if you have you want to weigh on Mary Magdalene, leave us a comment. We'd like to like to know what you think. So not the prostitute okay. from the Bible. Yeah, no, not the boss. I'm Jesus' mom or friend, whatever. It was. <laughs> All right, moving on. So uh, I know we've done something similar like this, but I saw an article uh, this week, and I was like, "Oh, I definitely gotta like talk about this." And it was from BuzzFeed, and it was the eight treatments or procedures that plastic surgeons say they would never get. And I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> Look at that. The picture of the butt, that's funny. Sorry, I don't know why I thought that oh, was yeah. funny. Yeah, it's a butt. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering, you know, would I agree with this list of things? And so I was going to kind of go through them because there's so much new stuff out there, right? You know? Yeah. So number one on this list. BBL. That was number two. Oh. Buckle fat removal. Mm, did, I sent you a meme. Did you see that meme that I sent you? I did. That I, was thought it, I was going to try to work that into the show. I should have worked that into the show. I missed it. It was really funny. That was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. I'll bring it. I'll, we'll, we'll bring it up next time. Uh, so, uh, Ziggy, are you familiar with buckle fat removal? Uh, I am not. Okay, I would love good. to hear about it. Excellent. So, your buckle fat is your cheeks right here. And so, some people, you know, have full cheeks. And there's been this recent trend. It's really hot. In fact, I had a radio station call me this week, a uh, radio station out of Chicago, wanted me to talk about buckle fat removal. And of course, I told him I think it's a bad idea because as we age, our cheeks naturally hollow, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what makes us look old. In fact, I do fillers for people to reverse that. If you go at age 25 and pull all the fat out of your cheeks to get that really kind of slim, you know, I don't know what the word is, pointed or... Gaunt? Well, I don't think they're really going for gaunt, but yes, yes, that is what it looks like. Then as you age, I mean, you're going to end up looking like Skeletor. I mean, you know, remember Skeletor yeah. mm -hmm. from He-Man? Yeah. yeah. I'm just throwing that in there. Um, so I'm really against this. And the only, the only <clears throat> way I would ever, like, be on board with this is if patients would agree to do just a very, very tiny amount, which they don't want. They want that dramatic look, right? And so that's why even though this surgery is so simple that, you know, I could almost teach anyone to do it, I just would never do it. Like, I mean, it is a simple surgery, um, but, you know, there's risks involved with it because you got your sal saliva glands there, you know, your product glands, the ducts, you got these, you know, your muscles that allow you to chew and eat. Um, but then um, more than that, because, I mean, that's just surgical technique. More than that, I'm just worried about what people are going to look like in 10 or 20 years, you know. And then they're going to have to another procedure to fill their cheeks back up, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I guess these doctors are doing it like are, you know, they're making sure they have business down the road because... They're gonna need something to fill those cheeks up. Yeah, I don't like the look. I, I think don't it. I think it makes. I mean, I, it looks. I guess it's defined, but like, 
I don't know. I feel like if they wanted their cheekbones to be more defined, they should just um, use like yeah, something makeup. up top. Yeah, that. Or too. you could do yeah, you could well you yeah you could use makeup. Contouring. Like, yeah. Is it, yeah, we had a whole thing about the makeup and how you. Could, yeah, you know, like different. I don't know, like ever since I was little, watching like my mom or my sisters put on makeup. Yeah. Going like that, like sucking in their yeah, their cheek right. right there to put on like blush and stuff, and uh -huh. that's the whole purpose is yeah. to make to make that you know yeah appearance. yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those surgeries. So I would agree with that one. Like, I, I would never do that. I would never want, you know, my wife or anyone I know to do it. Don't do it, Sarah. I won't. Yeah. All right, next was Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. You know I don't like those. No. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Brazilian butt lift. Ziggy, Brazilian butt You've heard of this, right? Uh, yes, Trey Trey has mentioned it in the office. We, we've had long discussions about yeah. this. So I'm, I'm really against those, even though I am a <laughs> specialist in, in cosmetic body surgery. Um, one, mortality rate 1,000 times higher than the average plastic surgery. What? That's crazy. Uh, plus, like, all the other complications that can come along with them. So I'm 100% on board with that. I mean, I'm one of the biggest. Does it, does it have, like, a low satisfaction rate, too? Initially, like it's pretty it high. Like oh, okay. if you, if you, it depends on when you ask people. Yeah. If you ask them like in the first couple months, then it's generally pretty high. But further out, it, it starts to go down. You know, yeah. because the fat gets reabsorbed or it gets hard. And so, um, yeah. And I don't have that exact data on that. Um, I should look it up. I know initially the satisfaction rate is pretty high, but I'm more worried about are they happy like a year down the road? Yeah. Because you don't want people like being pissed off like at you like nine months later. I mean, that's not good for anything. You know, mm -mm. so yeah, I'm a big critic of Brazilian butt lift. I'm like, I mean, I'm not the only one that I, I, geez, I wonder how many plastic surgeons are like me that just won't do it. I would say maybe 25%. I'm just guessing. I'm throwing a number out there. I mean, honestly, I think they, I think they look the most unnatural. Yeah. I mean, to, to, to be fair, like you could probably do like a, a when, conservative well, one. Well, yeah, I feel like, but yeah. when people get yeah, them, they, they go they, it goes. Yeah. It just well, and, and part really of the reason is because bad. they overfill it. The surgeons overfill it knowing that it's going to reabsorb. Oh. You know, so that's why they look so just huge and round. Initially. Yeah, well, to me, it's just, it always looks like your legs look like toothpicks. And then for, <laughs> yeah, you're like, but, um, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I get, like, I, I get like that kind of curved look that's like really in. Like, I mean, I like Yeah, but nice. your curve, it doesn't, it's just like, it's all of a sudden, it's just like your legs are straight like pins. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ice, <laughs> and then it's like ice cream cone style. Like, that's what it reminds me of. I'm just like, I Let's have you draw a picture of what you think that looks like. <laughs> oh, God. I think she's been of a great picture yeah, with exactly. it really does look like that but yeah i'm not a fan so i'm, I'm I, I agree with that either. one on the list okay next was just straight up butt implants i'm like even more against that that's even worse than a brazilian butt lift like those butt implants will they'll spin around they get infected like i mean they're just just no i don't even spin i don't around? think they even yeah because they're usually shaped right and so like <laughs> they'll get going the wrong direction oh and the butt look, it looks like you know sideways from whatever um, so as much as I'm against Brazilian butt lift, I'm even more against straight up butt implants. It's like one of the worst surgeries ever. I don't, I don't think anyone does them in the United States anymore. I mean, probably maybe, maybe in Florida. Uh, yeah. Florida. Florida. Sure. <laughs> All right. Next was thread lifts. So I saw an Instagram Snapchat, like not, I think it was an Instagram video of like, I didn't know what it actually was. It's like, was it coming out or was, yeah, they were like tight. They like, we're putting this thing in. Oh, like the thread. Yeah. Thread lift. Yeah. It was so creepy. So they were actually doing the procedure. Yeah, and okay. then there was a surgeon like you yeah. that was just like saying how he hated the yeah. surgery. Yeah, I, I don't really care for him either. Um, you know, I would say it's lesser down on my list of hates. Uh, 
<laughs> but um, the problem is, is that thread can get infected, and then like it's just a mess to try and get it out of there. Like the results are not always like, you know, great. You know, this is the whole cat eye thing. You know, well the cat eyes they were doing with surgery or threading. Um, I mean, I don't hate, hate, hate thread lifts. I would never do one personally. I would try to discourage someone from doing it, but like you know, I, I, there are worse things out there. Yeah, but I do agree. Really that, weird. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. So the next thing on the list was high volume liposuction. Now, it was kind of vague. I mean, when it said that, I mean, I would agree that high volume liposuction is a bad idea. And so to break that down, kind of like the hard cap, at least that you know we're taught in training for liposuction is like five liters. You don't want to do more than that because. You know, you're putting fluid in, you're pulling fluid out, and when you do like these huge volume shifts, it can actually, you know, make pe it can stress the heart a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's not necessarily healthy to get big shifts like that. Plus, really, like liposuction is not really a weight loss procedure; it's a contouring procedure, right? If you yeah. got like, you know, a little saddlebag or like a little pooch, then liposuction is perfect. You go in, you suck it out. It's not really designed to like try to make you skinny. Like that's not the design of liposuction. So, you know, for me, I mean, I very rarely get up even to like, you know, maybe two or three liters is kind of my max personally. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I, they didn't really say what high volume liposuction meant. I would assume they mean five liters or more, at which point I would 100% agree, you know. Um, I'm kind of conservative though. I mean, there's other people out there that probably do four or five liters or up to five and patients do all right. Yeah. Just, just not me. Like, I mean. I'm the safe guy. Like, I just don't want anybody to have like a problem that was due to like bad decision making, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even like being very careful, people can have complications. Like, I had a girl the other day that was like two weeks out and had a, a bleed after implants. Like, two weeks is crazy, you know. And everything's you know really straightforward and it sucked, but we got her, you know, we got her fixed. But you definitely don't want to like push the limits, you know, to where you're increasing the risk of complications. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just silly in my. So I kind of agree with that. All right, next, lipo dissolve. Never heard of it. So it's basically using medications or chemicals you inject into the fat to dissolve them. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Like that just is potential for problems. Like, you know, it, 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 there's no control, I, I don't think, with something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. out of your hands. Of yeah. the things you've listed so far, that's the one where it's like, this just sounds like a bad yeah. idea. I'm going to take this acid, I'm going to inject it into your butt, and hopefully we're going to hope it, for the best. Yeah. Like, hopefully it doesn't attack your muscles yeah. or your bones. Hopefully it doesn't <laughs> rot your spine out. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's not quite like that dangerous. I mean, you know, that, I mean, it is a thing that's out there. I would never do that. There's like, just safer ways to like, go about getting rid of fat, you know. Um, like exercise. That is a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next. This one just, <laughs> on the next one, I wrote one word, idiotic. All oh, right. cute. Yeah, so this is breast saline injection. Now, not saline implants, but me taking a big needle full of saline and injecting it into your breast to make it bigger. Yeah, idiotic. That's allowed? I mean, if you sign a that consent sounds like form, that thing. Like, I mean, pretty much anything's allowed, right? I mean, that's why we can't like get rid of that these non-plastic surgeons doing plastic surgery. That sounds like that thing that Cardi B was talking about, how they were like injecting right. okay, so that was silicone, her right? To her butt. This is saline. So the thing okay. about the saline is one, it's it's, it's infinitely Salt less yeah, yeah. harmful than mm -hmm. silicone, but it gets absorbed in like less than 24 hours. So it'd be like if you had like a big date. And you know you want bigger boobs for your date, but you don't want to have surgery. Then you can get them injected with saline, and they'll swell up for like 12 hours, but then it goes right back down. I mean, who would pay for that? And who would do it? Like, I mean, you're injecting someone with a needle, 
for a result that lasts 12 hours is just crazy. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a Cinderella I mean, boob job. Right, it's like, where did it go? Um, where, at midnight. Where's the glass syringe? <laughs> at midnight, it's got yeah, a glass syringe. At midnight, like they, go, it's like the, you turn into a pumpkin. Well, you know, and, and at first I was like, I mean, are people really doing this? Like, I, I, I just can't imagine that someone is out there like advertising that they would do it. And then you know, we, you, you think about all the stories that we talk about where, eh, likely, it's like, yeah, I could probably imagine somebody's doing Florida. it. I doubt it's a plastic <laughs> surgeon, though. I yeah. mean, I mean, I. I would hope that a plastic surgeon would not do something so foolish, but I don't know. All right, last ones. This is a big one. Pinot yes. enlargements. Cute. Yeah. Uh, so they're using dermal fillers, so like Juvederm, to, to inject into the penis to make it bigger. <laughs> Have you know. ever done a surgery for a penis? No, no. I mean, I've done like, um, so I've done like reconstruction stuff. Okay. But not like cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a guy that got, remember the fleshing bacteria stuff? Yeah, yeah. And we talked about him. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, well, he that guy lost his penis, but I've had other ones that didn't lose it, and I had to, like, do skin grafts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, no, cosmetic penis surgery is out for me. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And injecting fillers into your penis, man, that's just, it's just hard for me, once again, to believe that that kind of stuff happens, but then it's like, you know. You know it does. I mean, so yeah, I it would absolutely. Some, not. It exists. I would not Somehow. do We're that. About I wouldn't it, have so it, it done. <laughs> I wouldn't do it to someone else. I wouldn't want to see someone do it. I'm out on the penis injections. I would want a second opinion. Yeah, I right. think. <laughs> if somebody tells you you need a penis injection, you need to like find another doctor. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was actually a pretty good list. That was by BuzzFeed. Um, and you know, occasionally they'll come up with something pretty good. And, and honestly, like they, I, I, it didn't. I don't know if it said who they talked to. I don't think it did, because I was like, I wonder which doctor they talked to, and I don't think it had one, so. Mm. It probably was one of those things where they just, you know. I was, I was actually listening to a podcast on the way here, and they were talking about BuzzFeed. And really? it was the guy, the guy who owns Barstools, uh -huh. that like yeah. media company. Yeah, I know. He was talking to Theo Vaughn, which is a comedian guy. Mm -hmm. And they were, he was talking to them, and he was talking about how BuzzFeed um, uses that AI thing to write its articles. Get out. And they fired a bunch of their writers because they can just do it via that oh way. Oh my God, we were just talking about Chat Yeah, so TV. that's probably why there's no doctor is because all that stuff was probably found on the internet Dude, and other crazy. articles. You know, I can test that because I can go to ChatGBT and ask it, what are the eight procedures that I Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna do that. When we'll, I'm gonna get on ChatGBT this Literally. weekend. And so we're gonna have a follow-up segment next week. And I'm gonna ask <laughs> ChatGBT. Cause that is so weird when you said Buzzfeed, I was like, I was just listening. Do so you think an AI wrote that article? I don't That's know. It's scary because I just was talking about how great it was. I mean, but it still could be great because obviously there were so many doctors that have talked about how badly they hated this on the internet if this was written in that format. Right, you're right. I'm, geez, that'd be hilarious if like we just had an AI segment. We didn't even know it. I don't know. <laughs> Chat GPT is going to become self-aware and we're screwed. We were just talking about that today in the OR because somebody, I can't remember what they were talking about. And somebody was like, have you heard of this Chat GPT? I'm like, oh yeah, I love it. And then of course, you know, I always talk about, I try to like fool Chat GPT by like coming up with the most outlandish thing I can think of. You know, like a, I, the one I was talking about is I asked it to write a song about a mime that robs banks. I was like, there's no way it's going to come up with a good song. And sure enough, it did. It was actually, it was good. Yeah, I don't know. Chat GPT. Robots. Robots. They're taking over our job. They're going to take our jobs. Dang. So, anyway. All right. Well, great episode. Were you we excited about the topics? 
I was excited about the Uniboob. The Uniboob thing was the best one. Kind of and then you're not excited of it. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, I want to see it, but then you see it and you're like, I can't unsee that. Yeah. No. I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for fundamentally her. changed. I think all of our faces when we were watching her were just <laughs> I like, know. when it came back and all we're all like <laughs> and none of us could say it. <laughs> what do was, I do? Yeah. What, what's the right thing to say here? I yeah, don't know. That's exactly how. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Please leave us a comment, leave us a like, tell your friends about Nip Talk, and we'll be back next week with some more cool stuff. See ya. Bye.